Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast. I am your host, Anthony Canton III, and today we are recapping some of the stuff that happened on Disney Plus Day for the MCU. And to join me to do this, we have my co-hosts, my pals, my compadres. Jay Christie, the producer, is here. Jake, how are you? I'm doing really well. Uh, I don't know how I feel about celebrating uh, Dave corporate announcements like a holiday, but I'm excited to talk to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, there's some there's some interesting stuff about that. And one, Jerome Chang, Jumpy Lime. What's up, my brother? Not much, man. Uh, I suppose continue taking my money at Disney Plus. Is that is that the theme of the day? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Because it's like you see that they had it today as they were putting out the the little mini sizzle reel that they had is about 14 minutes on Disney plus and they have mm-hmm. that. Well, you could join now for one ninety nine through it, November, you know, <laughs> whatever. You know, what's funny about it. I was talking to my friends, uh, because they they reminded me outside of, of course, this group chat of just like, it's Disney plus day. And I was like, Oh yeah. What is that? And they're like, Oh, they're just sharing a bunch of stuff. And we speculated between like, is this because like Disney plus is like trying to, you know, re up people or are they just reminding everyone that they own all the things and it really feels like it's the latter it's just like a yeah. healthy reminder like like if you won the last five championships and you're just like you know what let's just honor that we keep on winning you know what i think over. it is i think it's like as we go into the holiday season and you're getting gifts for your friends and family and you mm-hmm. think about maybe tightening the belt on some other stuff so you can right it. right right don't cut out disney plus you can cut out netflix or hulu but, but disney like, plus you gotta keep <laughs> but imagine like during like the like kevin durant warriors they would just well, actually, no, we saw it. It was basically the Miami Heat intro. Where yeah. Like, no, just, it just every year, Disney Plus is just like not just five shows. It's let's six shows, seven shows, eight shows, mm-hmm. three movies. Like, yeah, it's a great time. Yeah, they they definitely are in the position where they – I think they want – I think they're worried about retaining because a lot of streaming services, when like, they get like a year in, they kind of – they can have a drop-off. because Especially because like a lot of people get it in bundles or whatever. Like I know that there was a bundle that my family got Disney Plus in with Verizon that I think right. expired. And I think they only kept it because my dad forgot. Because I'd, <laughs> I'd go on Disney Plus, I'm the only one with a profile, and I'm like, I feel kind of bad that they're paying for it. I'm the only one who uses it. It, it, is, <laughs> it does serve as a reminder of like we're still do- going to be doing stuff. So, yeah, that's good on that front for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, AC. What what did they announce? AC is frozen, All which right. is less than ideal. Less um, than ideal. AC is uh, featuring himself as the new Iceman in the returning X Men series '97, um, which is which is really cool because I remember mm-hmm. Iceman would make those cameos um, mm-hmm. from time to time. Just show up, freeze things, disappear mm-hmm. for a bit. And we'll just find out whenever AC gets back into it. Mm-hmm. Now, let's hope that he has a more successful post-career than Sean Ashmore. I know he played him in the movie, but... Right, um, right, right. No, no, no. But th- this is this is exactly how we show the full like spectrum of our age range. Exactly. Where you hit that end and exactly. I hit this end. All right, AC's back. AC, are you with us? No, he's not. He's getting his audio is, back. By the way, this is all staying in because that Iceman bit was good. Um, yeah, no, it's a good bit. Yeah, um, yeah. If anything, AC is a masterful host in that he timed his... Uh, lagging for the exact amount of time that we needed to get our bit off. Exactly. And the thing is that now that he's left the chat and is going to come back in... He's gone again, yes. That he also is master holes because he's like, these guys, they can keep going with a bit. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, here's so. the question, actually, a technical question for you, Jake, at this point that could mm-hmm. come off the pot. Sure. How is his recording going to work? I got it. I know Because he's going to keep recording on his end and I'm just going to match it up. Oh, so you, but you have his local. Yeah, stuff. yeah no, I, right. no, I have. I'm recording locally as well. So, uh, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. See, this is this is the nuts and bolts. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, so cheer, it'll be good. Um, and our frozen man has returned. AC, welcome back. What things have happened today at Disney Plus? No, yes, yes, yes. There are plenty of things that happened, and I think I want to start with the mini sizzle reel stuff that we got from three shows, uh, particularly. We'll start with Moon Knight because okay. at least individually for me, that's a it's a very fascinating series. I know a lot of people were I don't know if annoyed is the word, but maybe a little perturbed that uh Oscar Isaacs, Mark Spector had a or, or one of his personalities had a had an English accent. Which mm-hmm. I gotta be honest, not that big of a deal. Doesn't really no. matter too much. 
I mean, he has multiple personalities. Yeah, he has multiple personalities. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm saying. Point. So I think I think it it's a requirement for any character that has multiple personalities that has a British character like that personality. Is it's an a requirement. Excellent point. Um, yeah. I think so. I didn't think about that at all. I think my only thought about it, which was, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, of like, oh, this is a character concept now that doesn't feel new. Like, mm. I, I watch a little bit of Doom Patrol, and, you know, we have that character. Like, every movie has a character. Even M. Night Shyamalan brings about this <laughs> character, you know? So the only thing that I could really say that, like, gets me excited is, like, this time it's Oscar Isaac. So that I'm excited about. And then um, without diving into details about who Moon Knight is, uh, I just like the idea about this getting weird. And I want this to get weird. I The thing about Moon Knight, I'm really excited for it because Oscar is a great actor. Completely. And it seems cool and stuff. And I just can't emphasize this enough. Ethan Hawke is playing the villain, and he says that he's basing his performance on David Koresh. How is this not the most popular show? I don't care what accent Oscar Isaac puts on in the trailer. Ethan Hawke <laughs> is saying he's doing a performance based on a famous cult leader, and people are like, I don't know about this. Are you serious? Come on. I, like, he could have done a freaking... He could have done Lady Gaga's accent in House of Gucci, and I would have been no. like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, funny. I, it, yeah, I, I think... You know, just the pieces are going to be there. Um, I think... We're, AC, you're going to go through it, and I'll kind of make my point later on. Um, but I have, like, a general thought about all the new shows that we'll get to. But, AC, how do you feel about Moon Knight? Ooh, I look forward to that. Um, I'm excited for it mainly because we're now, especially with what we saw at the end of Eternals with, with uh, Dane Whitman and Blade's mm-hmm, voice, mm-hmm. and Moon Knight kind of connects to that type of realm. Right, it's supposed to do that, right? Yeah, supernatural element of things. So, I mean... I know Mahershala Ali did a did an interview the other day. Uh, I think it was Empire, where he said he that we're not far away from seeing him in something. So, right, right. so and, I would and not he confirmed be... that was his voice, so everyone could get off Dalbin's back. Apparently, <laughs> I know poor Dalbin. Shout out to Dalbin. But nonetheless, like this is the type of series that we could potentially potentially see. Uh, blade show up in mm-hmm. at the end and we got the we got the whole midnight suns vibe but as jake said oscar isaac in this type of role playing different personalities it's just really fascinating I, I and mean, it just seems like he's into he's really into it and when you think about it in terms of like i think oscar isaac and ethan hawk being the two leads is super fascinating because i feel like they both occupy almost the same space in their different tenure different generations where they're both people who are like really really great in indie movies but also can easily pass over to mainstream movies and still be great and like having both of them in the pocket for the same project and excited about it is like i don't know that's because i feel like with tv is tv so much more in my opinion of like an actor's medium than movies can be obviously they're great performances movies but i think you really can sink your teeth in in tv and so like just i would say more so now and like like correct yeah Yes. Yeah, like, t- the way TV has evolved to now, it like, that's also why you see movie mm-hmm. actors do so much more TV. Yeah, so it's, like, the thing with the, uh, the whole thing with the accent, obviously I was joking about it, but it's, like, I, what, if, if it was some random, you know, if it was some random handsome 30-year-old actor that they cast and he was doing that accent, I would be, like, I don't know about this. But, like, Oster Isaac has earned me to trust a choice he's gonna make, you know what I mean? Like, right. it, it just, he just did it, you know? And, and also, I, I we should wait. that plays... Yeah, I was just going to say, we yeah. should also wait to see what the oh, context of, of what that accent should. is coming from, you know? But you know, you know, I think what actually hangs over it, uh, my guess, is that Moon Knight is the Batman character, and there is a lot of sensitivity around Batman and voices. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, like, my, my, it's a loose theory, but maybe mm-hmm. there's, that's in play. Yeah, but I also think that people don't know how to act. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like it's a fucking because I think the thing is they act like it was like a leak. Like no, they chose you to hear that voice. They know what they're doing. Exactly. Like it's not yeah, an accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So so we'll see what happens. It should be interesting. And again, just like this one, no official dates. Um, I think this one is probably going to come out in the spring, okay. uh, if I had to guess at this point. So we'll see what happens there. The next thing I wanted to get to was She Hulk. Now we got a little yeah. bit of footage there, which is uh, which is fun. We get to see Banner no longer in a sling, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, Professor Hulk once more, seemingly helping 
uh, Jennifer, uh, his cousin, and uh, it looks like she's trying to figure out changing into into her own version of the Hulk. So that that was interesting for that for a couple fun. of reasons. Yeah, I'm. I yeah. think the thing the thing I would say before I throw it to you guys is that this seems like it's going to be a a a dramedy in a lot of ways. Like, right. and now that we know that there is more Hulk stuff coming there that it, it it could lead to something really interesting especially with kind of all the characters that we could see pass through this thing i will just say that i wouldn't call it a dramedy because even though it is both maybe a drama and comedy dramedy in tv these days means like a show about people in la with malaise who laugh once a day and so i think it's more of like an action comedy honestly because sure, no, i'm being yeah, serious yeah, yeah. So when i think of dramedy i think of like something like a transparent and like clearly it's not it's not that tone i think it's right, just right. it's like a, i think it's just a very i think it's probably going to be I, I would like, I, I think if anything, or just or dramedy filler. leaning more into like the sitcom kind of death. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, no, no. It, I think it looks fun. Again, you know, Tatiana Maslany is like, a, like she's going to be really fun of it. The same, pride same exi- of the Great White North. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> same, same kind of like excitement to see what she does with that. Like the way like I'm excited about Oscar Isaac. Um, in a Marvel story context, it's interesting to think about because. Uh, oh, shout out, I mean, Disney Plus today. Shout out Shang-Chi on Disney Plus now. But I, I let that play in the background while working today and um, rewatched that end credit scene. And I remember that one of the big shocks of the end credit scene was that Banner was back to being Banner. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then in here, he is Professor Hulk. So I'm trying to figure out now, is this a situation of he is able to shift back and forth and he's going to just always shift into Professor Hulk when he needs to Hulk up? Or is this appearing at a different time before he turns back to Banner? Yeah. It's yeah. Gonna, yeah I, I would take a guess that it's probably going to be that the Shang-Chi call ends. It takes place sometime during the running of, maybe not the running, but like, because I, I think that, they, I, I don't think that there's not going to explain how he becomes back to going, being yeah. a regular person. And so I think that we'll probably get an explanation for that. Well, the other key part about it, because AC mentions in the trailer is in the Shang-Chi uh, end credits, he still has the sling. Mm-hmm. And this one he doesn't. So clear, right. some time has passed, mm-hmm. uh, probably for him to heal. And there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff with this show. Allegedly, Matt Murdock's in this show, which right. would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wrecking Crew, famous Thor villains from the comics. Uh, right. The they what you call it? They're in this show too. And and obviously the Abomination is in this too. So we'll see a little bit more of his story and where where it, it goes from Shang-Chi. So there's a lot of stuff going on there, and I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably most excited for this show, just because the, the, the tone that was established in the quick bit of, like, the fake 80s commercial with a you don't want to make me angry is, well, like... yeah, it's definitely a throwback to the original. Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. hair in that is That is... Well, yeah, yeah. He, looks, he looks like uh, <laughs> in, uh, uh, Sergeant Dave Toshki from Zodiac with that hair. Um, but uh, I the, that vibe... Where it's kind of like very, um, like it all feels like winking, but not in like a quippy winking, but like in the it's not it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's gonna be a show where it's action packed and then that has felt jokes like a shout out to the Lou Ferrigno series. Yes, yeah. it, it feels like a show that's gonna be try that's gonna be mostly funny until it's not instead of most Marvel movies, which are mostly action until they're comedy moments. I think it's I mean, the balance I think that's the I, how I would define a Mark Ruffalo. Oh, mostly man. funny until he's not. <laughs> it's so funny too that his like his career for the longest time before like he just was known as one of the you know great dramatic actor. But then I you know, know right, uh, you know he's uh, yeah he's gonna be he's gonna continue hulking out World War 60s, Hulk probably. on its way. Oh my goodness, I can't wait for I can't wait to see what they do with the character and and him and everybody else after that. Oh Hulk's son Scar is supposed to show up in this too, so. I don't know how or why or whatever, but however they explain it. The name is Scar or Scar, yeah, S K A A R, I think. Right. Yeah. Who's the mother? Is 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 the mother Grimes? So I never apologize. In the books, in the books, in uh, Planet Hulk. Uh, what you call it he he finds so he finds a, a woman there an alien woman in, and they, oh and they okay so it's a kid from like uh from his time you know on sakar yeah yeah sakar yeah. Oh, okay i was about to say a human woman i i mean geez well you know that's yeah. a 
<laughs> We've actually discussed this before a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, not, we got over it. And also, by the way, I just want to say, I'm going to revise my statement. Sure. We didn't discuss this. I discussed this while ago. Uh, I, think, I think we've talked about okay. this. Yeah, and yeah. also, they addressed it in Incredible Hulk. Yes, of course. They, yeah, yeah, he can't. His pulse can't yeah. get too high. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the last, the well, one of the other things that we got was Miss Marvel, uh, which we should expect in from sometime. In fairness, Jake. I mean, just going back to that original point. You know, Ajax really did make a point in the internals to say that humanity's come a long way. <laughs> unbelievable point yeah unbelievable point i you know like if you're able to bring half of humanity back mm-hmm. i feel like the whole can get some that is honestly you make an excellent point and you i know? withdraw all my co- comments all right oh, all right ac please continue trying to keep us on the rails but it's yes. a friday night there's we're not talking about one movie <laughs> i completely understand a vibranium contraceptive probably oh, <laughs> oh my god that's a great joke that's a great joke Ms. Marvel. Uh, Um, Right. There's a third. Ms. Marvel with the briefest of reels. It was very, very quick. And Mm -hmm. as I was saying, this show is supposed to, I think, come out from sometime in July of next year through September. So, like, around that And it's a lead-in into the Marvels, right? Right, yeah. Lead-in to the Marvels, which the Marvels now we're not going to see till early 2023. Right. Are you Ramboan Ms. Marvel? We, I no, I think we'll actually see Carol in in Miss Marvel. Okay, okay, because that's who cool. she models her her whole superhero right. thing yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I expect her there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this show, based off of everything that I hear about it, um, there's a lot of I wouldn't call it polarizing, but it just seems like a lot of people are very, already in advance feeling very sensitive about yeah. this show because there's been rumors about the way that her powers are and they're not exactly the way from the comics and because she's an inhuman in the comics and this is okay. a little bit different. So, and the, that core aspect of the character, which I, I completely understand. I can understand why, why uh, people, especially people of Pakistani descent would be, uh-huh. would be a, a little upset about because it's a, it's a core part of who she is. But, um... Yeah, the I, way that... I mean, I, I had a conversation, actually, in the Discord about with uh, Suara. Shouts to Spider Suara's mm-hmm. in the Discord. Because I asked him about this, because I was kind of like... You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't say this rudely, but it's like... Superheroes get their powers changed slightly all the time. Why do you care so much? And his point was... And I think that this is fair. I don't... I don't I'm not going to, you know, lose sleep if it isn't this way because it's not as personal to me necessarily. But that because of the way that her powers manifest in the comics, she often outsmarted people and didn't really use straight up violence to hurt people. And that was kind of a thing that a lot of people uh, who related to her really found important, especially because a lot of the way that people of Middle Eastern descent are portrayed, that it was a character who used wit and not violence. And and so to make it like like, she punches people Even if her um, powers, like change that doesn't necessarily imply that she won't be I, I understand i i'm yeah. just that's i asked why he was apprehensive and obviously you can yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i don't want to speak for him but that was in line because i was kind of like uh people getting mad about things getting changed from the comics again you know i have no time for that so right. i did i do understand i think that there's i think the unfortunate thing is that this show seems to have had a rocky production which really sucks because this show i think if it's done well can mean a lot to a lot of people and yeah. i just wish like if if it was a if you know fucking Hawkeye had problems in production, no one would care that much, you know. Yo, right. But like, it just we sucks that this Hawkeye character might get ruined because of some production problems. Well, maybe I can offer then a bit of a like point of view, just from someone who had no idea about the background. Mm-hmm. It looked really fun. Like it just yeah. looks like really fun and kind of like more of a beacon of light. Like not to be disrespectful to you know a, a lot of the. You, the feeling is just like not understanding the context of the original story and the original mm-hmm. character. And I'm hoping they at least retain those parts that mm-hmm. do not um, conflict with things that like made her really great in the comics and her character great that way. And I like to believe that even a change of powers, at least like at its current mm-hmm. moment, doesn't imply that that's going to change in mm-hmm. itself. It just changes maybe some of the logistics, if anything. Like powers sometimes get changed. Uh, especially in MCU, mostly because of the logistics of it, mm-hmm. like, and just how it would work in that universe. But, um, yeah, it looks really fun. And I guess, like, I could bring up, since this is the third and final of, like, those three, I think what I'm really excited about all three of these in general is that, it, okay, it just doesn't feel like this new content is made for me. And I think that's exciting. Mm. Like, I would agree. I, 
I think, like, the original, like, Infinity Saga, like, in, and granted, this is coming from a perspective of a person who doesn't really engage with the comics and doesn't have, and has, like, kind of a, like, older um, understanding of it, but just more through, like, pop culture and, like, the original mm-hmm. stories and, like, those being classic stories. A lot of these new characters and a lot of these new stories, I know a lot of our fans who are listening to right now, like, they are very attached to them. But for me, I have just, like, zero baseline. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, the whole MCU as a whole, like, we understand, like, it is made for kids. Like, that is who they're trying to lock in, mm-hmm. first and foremost. But the Infinity Saga at least had those kind of ties with just basically saying, like, those of you who grew up over time um, and went through all the previous iterations of, like, different characters, whether it's, like, the Brian Singer X-Men movies, whether it's the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, or, like, the Andrew Garfield Emma, um I'm just... Uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man, thank you. And, uh, like, you, you just saw these iterations and the MC was kind of just going to be this thing that, like, for all of us kind of diehards over the course of that time, it was almost like writing the supposed wrongs of before and just, like, getting it right. And But now that, like, I think we had the satisfaction of the Infinity Saga and all that going through, now it just feels like this new world where... It's going beyond my understanding, which I think is great, and it also might be going beyond, like, my attachment that, like, I will have to force myself to, like, actually get attached to these characters because I have no grounds for them. And it won't, like, have the nostalgic feeling that I've had for, like, all the previous stuff. So I'm really excited about these new properties because I don't understand them at all. Mm. So I I want to make... You've made a great point there, and I think it's something that informs the way that I viewed the Eternals because I knew next to mm-hmm. nothing about them at yeah, all. Definitely. And the way that I watched that movie was completely different than any other MCU movie that I watched. And I didn't even say Shang-Chi kind of to a degree too, because I knew Agreed. of the character completely. and read up on it yeah, a yeah. little bit, but you know, don't know the core elements. So I found myself almost like just enjoying those movies more in a way, even with their their flaws, as opposed to the critiques, we could go back to Iron Man three and everything really else. Really quickly, like one yeah. thing that does feel different, though, especially when it comes to the case of like Miss Marvel, is that you have a kid. Like that's just like yeah. there's mm-hmm. youth in that, which I think is really exciting. Whereas like still with Shang Chi, still with the Internals, those were adults. True. So it's like adults were adults, right? Whereas like when you inject this youth in, and knowing that you're kind of growing with a new audience, like I think that's really cool. Absolutely. And I know how, and I know based off of everything that I've ever read and heard about Kamala Khan is just that positivity, that bubbly energy, I think is Mm -hmm. something that would be a really, it it could send a great message to anybody who watches it. So I, I hope that those things that, you know, people are concerned about don't become too big of a thing. And also like, I always remember what our good friend Shivani always says about the people who make these shows is that, Mm -hmm. Listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure on them to kind of deliver stuff, especially during the time period that we're living in right now. So I think people should also take that into consideration when, uh, you know, they're making their critiques, especially way before the series even airs. Yeah. And I think that's, I, I have, that's important. I have two thoughts. One, not yes. completely with some of these characteristics, but like, honestly, Drum, what you're describing is how I experienced almost all the MCU movies because I didn't have right, any of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is great. <laughs> but two, uh, the important thing for me with this, with the thing that I think most Marvel has to have is it needs to feature some great Jersey City spots like Renato's Pizza Master, <laughs> uh, Pollo Supremo. I mean, you can go down to Hoboken. There's some, like, I mean, if she doesn't take a path train, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed. But anyway. I mean, I mean, super producer, just mark down right here the mm-hmm. segment that we're going to insert in all our reviews of you just... <laughs> rating the level of jersey reference or jersey accuracy no specifically jersey city because i lived jersey only in jersey city because sure. the thing about jersey city is it's a functionally like another it's basically just part of mm-hmm. new york so if you mm-hmm. live in jersey city, you don't really live in new jersey you basically just live in new york but you have to take a different type of train to get in anyway right. um, but yes the jersey city segment to be coming to oh, but, our and to be Marvel completely reviews. frank i'm excited about that because i just i just love i movies and tv shows need to stop being in new york chicago and la man they get there's so many there's like <laughs> There's like a hundred. There's I think there's like 312 cities in the United States with over 100,000 people in them. Come on, like right, you, right, people right. live other places. <laughs> and yeah, now we're even getting a little bit more of San Francisco-based stuff with Ant Man. Yeah, also San Francisco. Francisco. San Francisco is. Uh, I think that I, I could be good with San Francisco stuff too because there's already right, been a lot of culture. Right, right. You know. <laughs> anyway, so we got the briefest of looks, and um, I I just loved it because 
it just felt like this person this person's look leans into my look and mm. this is secret invasion we got mm. nick fury we just got a nice shot of nick fury with the gray beard it's just like what this is perfect i can't wait it, to see it, him I, lead this show do you not have any thoughts about the fact that you're saying this is my look about a man who's 40 years older than you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he, is, he like AC is also the person on this pod who treats us like we're all the kids when he's not even the oldest on no, this pod. No, which I, is fantastic. I, I, I understand. He might. I'll say you look much better than he does. I'll say that. Right, 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 like, right. Well, like, uh, but just you love. They're just like that's me. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, some fun behind yeah. the scenes, like I was running a bit late for the recording, and then AC just wrote back to our group chat. That's all right gotta take josiah's uh clothes out of the dryer and mm. like to me as he was typing it he looked like nick fury in secret of <laughs> <laughs> all right listen we don't know we don't know a lot about this show we just know if anybody knows the comic representation this is about the scrolls coming to earth and mm -hmm. really causing a muck i'll just throw this out there for people can I ask you a question, AC? Yeah, sure. Just like in your reaction to it and like just the general question about Secret Evasion. Do you feel that the enormity of the event as it exists in comic lore is giving enough is given enough attention based on what you would have wanted to see out of MCU? Like do you think like a series is enough, or, or like if you were to go back to like AC coming off of let's say like phase one or mm -hmm. like some level of phase, like just pre endgame, pre infinity war, the thought of secret invasion in your mind, did you think like, oh, this needs to be like a big lead up series phase into a film? Or are you, are you like coming out of this right now and thinking like, you know what, actually, a series is fine? Series is fine, mainly okay. because series is fine mainly because of I guess we kind of have the scope of a lot of the characters that are kind of around it. And just mm -hmm. thinking storytelling wise, the point I was going to get to was knowing that we got Val hanging out there with her own little their own little team right. growing. Yeah. I could totally see them doing these stories similar to the comics where because of the invasion and because all the heroes got fooled. Um, the government basically defunded Tony Stark and got the Avengers up out of there. And Norman Osborn took over with his own team of villains. Right. And this, I could see something like this happen, which would be really cool. So if you lead into Thunderbolts that way. could actually pop up in this series? Wait, who? Who's Norman? Do you think Norman can pop up? Is there like an avenue or are we going to have to make some sort of switch up? I would say I would say at least for the time being a switch up. Okay. Let, yeah, let's yeah. wait and see what happens in No Way Home, mm -hmm. and uh, if there's any surprises there, and maybe we'll get a little bit of a better idea. But right now, like Val is my focus because I think she's going to be showing up in a couple of other things leading up to this, and I could see her kind of coming in on the back end and being like, "Well, I mean, you got this guy Fury with his secrets and stuff. He's not really getting stuff done." Right. And, and by the way, I think that that's one of those comics changes that is works for the better because in the universe that the comic you're describing takes place in, Norman Osborn's already an established character that yep. we know, and so it makes sense for him to do that. But I don't think that if, if Spider-Man, I mean, if MC wanted to introduce Norman Osborn, I wouldn't want them to do it as a way then to set up this as opposed to him being the character related to Spider-Man. You know I mean, I feel like yeah, that yeah, only yeah. works if he's already been a character for a while. Whereas I think Val is like... You know, you really have to look at this stuff through the eyes of someone who actually has no idea about yeah. the comics. Yeah, exactly. Unless, unless, unless Defoe wants to do this a little longer than the one film. I mean, it's no, always yeah, yeah. Table. I mean, like from That's... that end, yeah. But then, like the last time, you know, like if Michael B. Jordan wants to do an episode of What If, what happens after that? <laughs> That's a... <laughs> God. That's just forever. You're so forever. Fire, Nitro. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Oh man. All right. So I know Hawkeye's coming out very shortly, but we got a kind of an extended look at a scene. That with, was a uh, really him fun and Kate. Scene. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. well, a couple of quick things that I pulled from it. One, uh clearly Hawkeye has lost his hearing at that point. Mm. Uh, or at least doesn't have all of his hearing. Mm -hmm. Uh which is which is supposed to be a storyline from the Matt Fraction run, 
okay. uh, in the Hawkeye. Is comics, that also so... a kind of uh, loose lead in into Echo? Yes, okay. yes, that is correct. Echo right. will, yeah, Echo and Hawkeye will be dealing directly with each other, and as we know, there's there's a lot of things going on. Wilson Fisk's involvement, right. uh, Yelena's involvement in the show at some point, right? So there's a yes. lot of stuff happening there. And so I'm I'm very excited to see uh, Hawkeye's past and Kate Bishop. I like her energy. In it. It's kind of the same idea there, where it's just like kind of similar to Miss Marvel. I just like yeah. a little bit of a little bit more exuberance. What uh, what I got picture. from it, and I kind of already knew this just from vibes and interviews and stuff like that. But it's like, and this, I felt very similarly to watching Florence Plume Black Widow, where it's like Haley Steinfeld is just a fucking movie star. So it's like, right? right I, I read yeah, some yeah. reviews about how like Hawkeye might not be the most like, the, from the first couple of episodes. It's not the most exciting thing in the world, but it's like, I just <laughs> if if freaking Heidi Steinfeld's burning up the screen like she is in that one scene and like I don't really it's fine you know that's really fun too I, I think one thing that uh might be a harder pill to swallow especially when you're looking at that diner scene is just the the apparent thesis of like making Hawkeye important or matter yeah. like yeah. that might be a thing that might be harder to sell but you know what uh we've gone through how many disney plus series now where they've convinced us against what our better what mm. we thought our better judgment would be so hey let, let's yeah i'll give them a chance yeah for sure yeah why not so yeah hawkeye will be here before you know it in less than two weeks mm-hmm. and we'll be all over it and yeah let's get to let's get to the other stuff because there was some new animated things that came to right yes uh to fruition today that were really important uh, i'll get what if season two right out the way Obviously, we've everybody who's listened to this show. Knows we all have been trying to get what if. what if out of the way, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll 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 see what happens. We'll see if anything yeah. changes in terms of storytelling and stuff like that. But I think the the first thing that has to be gotten to is the revival of the X Men animated series. X yeah. now it'll be titled X Men ninety seven. Uh, starting in 2023. We need to get Steph Will back on to talk just specifically X-Men series at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. If only for all the Charles uh, slander, but yes. Mm. Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, I just so, saw on Twitter she was manifesting to get a job on that. So there if you anyone go. who has the ability to give her one is listening, <laughs> go ahead. Marvel Make Studios, hire that woman, please. Um, yeah, so like, I, I mean, for me, you know, personally, uh, you know let's start if, with Jake, who, like, let's start with the young one on the pod. Yeah, I mean, does this move the meter me. at all? Move, yeah, okay, no, good, I mean, no. right. It moves no, 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 but no, 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 it's that fair. people I like and respect care a lot about it. Um, and no, I'll but, watch like, specifically it. for you, like... I'll watch it, I'll say this, I'll watch it because I'm doing this podcast, I wouldn't probably right. watch it if not. Yeah, just it makes because perfect sense. I, I also think it's not just my age, I think that, and this is something I've talked, I don't know if I've talked about on the show before, and this is not something I'm necessarily proud of. But because I, my older brother is two and a half years older than me, mm-hmm. and so basically the moment that he decided he didn't want to watch kid shows anymore, I'm like, I'm never watching it. So I right. basically literally stopped watching cartoons of all kinds, period, when I was like eight. And so right. like... When and even X-Men, your brother would have been too young at that point. Yeah. And yeah. so like the idea... So I kind of feel like very out of touch with a lot of other nerdy conversations. Like every anytime anyone talks about a cartoon that's for anyone... Like, that's not for children. I'm like, no idea. Just never watch mm-hmm. it because it just was never mm-hmm. on my radar. And so I kind of feel bad about that because that was just me, you know. You know the mistakes we all make when we're trying to be older when we're young. So I'll definitely watch <laughs> it when it comes back around. Um, well, like I said, I'd be like, I have the you, Jake. You have the privilege of joining uh, the team bandwagon when they were only good. That's great. And I also do want to <laughs> echo something. And I want to I give a formal apology. I apologize for this on Twitter. But mm. on uh, a live stream show for ESPN, Pablo Torre said that Cyclops was a cock. Uh, in the X Men series, <laughs> and I want to apologize because I failed this podcast that I somehow do not have that take first. That feels right, like a take right, that's right. right at my wheelhouse, no, you're good. and I don't know how I didn't do that. Like it just it, was I mean, on the play if, for me. if you can't was, get to a take in time ahead of Pablo Torre, there's nothing to feel ashamed that's, about. That's honestly, that's a great point. I you yeah. made me feel better because I definitely yeah. was like, how did I not get there? I mean, there's like right, three things: right. that, making fun of guys, calling someone a cuck. And then saying something that's inappropriate. Those are like my three wheelhouses. So it's, yeah, you know, yeah. No, no, yeah. be the leader of the X-Men and get killed off off screen. That's not cut. Yeah. That, oh, oh and, and, the, <laughs> no, and the reason why I feel bad about it too, Jerome, is because I'm like, I definitely have had that thought before. He definitely gets cocked a lot. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, we can keep going. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, listen, I, I, I'm just curious to see if they can, it seems like this is going to be a continuation of the events. And if so... There's a lot of stuff that happened that they got to explain away. 
especially specifically where Charles is living with, I think, Lilandra. Oh yeah, uh, like, the, the quality Shi'ar of the show wavers so much that I think you know bringing it back will be just like fun to have. But like, I would just mm-hmm. say that the excitement of bringing back this series is not nearly as exciting to me as like bringing back the Batman the animated series. Right, right, right. and I, yeah, and I, and I think that's yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. But um, nonetheless, I, I'm I'm curious to see when when it does come out, like what direction they choose to take with it, and that should be interesting. Yeah. One um, of the other one of the one of the other uh shows that really caught my eye was this Spider-Man freshman year mm, uh, yes. show that is uh that is going to be animated, and apparently. It is taking place uh, right before Peter Parker joins up with Tony Stark in Germany. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's that year before. So to kind of see the story before Spidey gets to Spidey in the MCU, it should be interesting because I want to see what How exactly far back do you, they like, I, to I feel it's still going to, it's got to be post Uncle Ben, right? Yeah, it's, I feel like it has yeah, to yeah, be right. post Okay. Ben. Um, like, it reminds me of like, uh the comic batman year one it feels like sure. Spider-Man. yeah year yeah one. i hear you that's yeah. that's a good point um i think it'll be fun i think it's just like more kind of auxiliary content like just added stuff um the funny thing about you know the potential fatigue of just like so many different spider-man movies mm-hmm. because of like just trilogy then the amazing spider-man and then this and over and over like when it comes to animated Spider-Man, there's so much animated Spider-Man. So, um, like, do we know who's involved? Is like Tom good a voice or like anything going on? Or are we? I nothing really don't think he can, right? I don't oh, okay, think is that what it is? Think. Yeah, right, probably right. not okay, at this moment. Yeah, no, because um, I, I don't think he's even resigned his contract. I don't even think he's. Signed I mean, I, he's going to resign. I would be shocked if he doesn't resign his contract. Of course, I know, of but yeah, he he couldn't be in what if for contractual reasons. That's so. right. Yeah, that's right. A, that's so, a really good point. So yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Um, I I feel like it's kind of the filler that like some maybe younger fans kind of need in that front, and yeah. I'm just curious what kind of nuggets because it's a very marvel disney thing to do of just like this is for general public but we'll like sprinkle just a little bit for you know Mm -hmm. those og fans and i'm wondering what they're going to do on that front but you know it's spider-man you know Mm -hmm. we're not mad at that even though i'm a huge spider-man fan i actually probably say this is what i'm least excited for because one it's it's animated so and also because i to quote howard bryant's tweet that he just tweeted like five minutes ago uh-huh. It, he quote tweeted the announcement of this and said, "Who among us needs a Spider-Man origin story?" And so, yeah, no, like, no, it, that, I think some of that yeah, feeling. I yeah, think yeah, for sure. that I think that it could be interesting, um, but I think that this is definitely low on. Like, I don't even think they're worried about fatigue with this one because I don't think they're expecting ninety percent of fans to watch it, and I think that that's fine. Like, right. that's the thing that that's a good thing that Disney Plus can provide. I, I think if if every Disney Plus series is taking itself that it needs to be watched by every single MCU fan, then inevitably mm-hmm. they're gonna fail and disappoint themselves. And I yes. think that they definitely know. Like, this is something it has the energy who... of like like Spider Man. Exactly. <laughs> yes, most certainly, mm-hmm. most certainly, and I think there's a. Uh, I am Groot is another like animated for sure, that's for more for the yeah, kiddies yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, um, I mean I'm excited. I have two little cousins who their parents showed them appropriate MCU movies, and I'm sure they'll be happy about that. So good for them. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think the one that um, I'm gonna actually be intrigued and actively watch because it looks like they're taking some time to do something with it is Marvel Zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, right, right. I mean, I I made that comment on what if of just like, it's interesting that they got just like the one episode Mm -hmm. treatment because it feels like such a big thing that they would have their own thing. And Mm -hmm. here we are right now. Yeah, here we are. They must have. Yeah, they must have definitely seen something. And by the way, that I mean, shout out for enjoyable. once again confirming clearly Marvel listens to the podcast. Yeah. Thanks a lot mm-hmm. uh, for tuning in. Appreciate you, Marvel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chat, hey, I was joking thing. about that yeah. Michael B. Jordan thing, but I'm not really. No, and yeah, Kevin Feige also feel free to change up the color of your hat occasionally. You know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's a good show. 
And and uh, I, I'm trying to think. Was there anything? No, there was nothing else. Really, just like further confirmation else. of like Agatha, like just like the stuff that we already knew. Yeah, yeah Axel, yeah. Agatha, obviously Loki season two, which looks like sure. it'll be coming a little bit sooner mm-hmm. because it looks like they found a director. No official announcement on that yet, but okay, we'll okay. find out soon enough. I just want to say about Agatha starts... quickly. I yeah, yeah, didn't feel like hopping onto my main computer because I was on my laptop earlier today. But just mm-hmm. know in my heart of hearts, I wanted to Photoshop it to be Agatha House of Highlights. So I was in my mind. Nice. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, really, yeah. Okay. You know, okay. I, I, right, and I know yeah, like yeah, the only yeah, person yeah. to think of that, but Agatha House of Highlights, it's nice. there for anyone who's good at Photoshop. You, you can take it. <laughs> so, yeah, we got that. And obviously, yeah, I mentioned Loki season two. Ironheart, which we'll see at some point. Riri Williams will be making her first appearance in the MCU in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay. Which has its own issues right now. Right. Um, (laughs) That whole thing. That's a story for another day. Um, And also, I think the other real story that that came out today was They really came in with all the potential of the Brooklyn Nets. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) And they're facing issues for the same reason. It's just really great. You know, you, know, you know, like I just toss it up for you, Jake, yeah. and you're yeah. my guy. I just want to know uh, you're exactly. always my guy. We're we're a regular uh, uh, the love the jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, the the responses to that this week have been pretty funny. Um, right. But yeah, the last thing that we that that we heard today, which was interesting, is that Doctor Strange is going for some extensive reshoots, uh, six day. I, Six day. Uh, weeks. You guys give me your takes because, like, again, I'm I'm always like yeah. probably the most out of the loop when it comes to like production stuff. Uh, and I mm-hmm. like knowing that we were going to do the recording today. I like tried to read a little more into it and just see his response. Like, what do you guys think? The thing is, there's nothing to read into immediately. Okay. Because oh, thing yes, ultimately a lot of movies that come out bad do also have reshoots. But as I said in the Discord, it's uh, reshoots are only relevant for fans to know after the fact because, right. like. Even, for example, with the 2007 Just, 2017 Justice League movie, when you watch it and then you learn there's reshoots, that explains why it's bad, right? But, like, yeah. so much Rogue One, they'd be like, this movie's fucking great, because it is. And if I right. told you that literally 50% of it and most of the end was all reshoots by a completely different director, that that sounds like something you'd say about a bad movie. But you only mm-hmm. really hear about it so much if it's... Okay. And then we you need know. to add the context here of like how many schedule changes needed to go in such yeah. like a tight piece of storytelling, like longer storytelling that you might actually need to change your story to make yeah. it fit, and right? The, and the way I always think about it is, and once again, there's a strong possibility that the movie's uneven because the reshoots were bad, whatever. But sure. if this major production thinks that they should do reshoots, I would much rather them try to fix problems they see than just be like, no, reshoots are a bad thing. So I think that like, I think... Uh, someone that I think it was Benny in the Discord, I think, said it best, where it's just like, this just doesn't... This feels like something that it's interesting to know is happening, but yeah. trying to read into it, like, you're not a Hollywood insider. I'm not concerned. No, yeah. no, okay. Not in yeah, the slightest. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. not concerned in the slightest. I think the only thing... It, I mean, one of the things that the Hollywood Reporter story said was that it looks like they want to add some stuff. Okay. So that, that, I found that interesting, and it's the, it's Michael Waldron, it's... It's all the players that we know, Raimi and, and everybody involved. I, I think so. the only thing that like is fun yeah, to be like overly speculative about is just like when was the last time a Marvel project by Raimi just like had to go through like a lot of changes and yeah. additions. That is a great point, but I would also say though <laughs> that on the same time, even though Spider Man three is bad, I am yeah. glad that it's Raimi who's going through this because if it was like a fir- if it was like a John Watts where I for Spider Man, I think uh, you know what Homecoming, we can really settle like on what's director. actually happening, Jake, right now? What? Clearly the multiverse of madness has not nearly enough jazz. Oh my goodness! Great <laughs> point. That's, I think yeah, that that's is why they're probably not, what we're missing right now. Because they're reshooting in LA. Yeah, they're reshooting in yeah. LA because that's where Ryan Gosling lives, and obviously that's yeah. where he plays jazz in his jazz club, yeah. Sebs. And so they're gonna bring him in. No, but yeah. um, what I was gonna say is that I think if it was like a young director doing the first big movie, I'd be really worried because sure. like that could be like, oh my god, they lost control of the project. But I don't think that Sam Raimi lost control of the project. I because uh, that, that's no. if that's what happened. If, if you have a young you director, you can't go issues, this then... far over and bring Sam Raimi back into the fold for you to believe that he's gonna lose like control of this no exactly that, yeah that's what i mean so it's like it is a very different situation than if it's like if you were hearing whispers like because there's sometimes you'll hear with like a young director getting a movie it's like studio the studio's freaking out the movie doesn't cut together it's you know what would be fun jake though if this were like a phil jackson back to the Knicks situation 
No, it wouldn't be fun, actually. Oh, no, it would don't be do hilarious. That. Don't do that, Jerome. Oh, is that is goodness. that not cool? Am I not allowed to say that? Am I allowed? To, wait, Remy, this at all with like a bing bong? Just, no. I, listen, man, my team is actually decent. Yeah. Your team is like, decent. I, I, I'm, trying to get, I'm trying to get bing through. Bong. All right, all right. That's that's not cool. Oh my god! You win one championship and you just turn into the shit. Not. I know. You know what? You always think about it because AC. I don't know if you saw, but the video of him freaking out uh, in front of Drake was uh, back in circulation. So he got high in his own spine. It was. It was just. It just comes back. High on the hog, huh? You know. Mm -hmm. You know. (laughs) Look, it's not my fault that in these recordings only I'm able to look past my laptop at my ring just in the opposite side of the room jesus christ yeah he wins i'm sorry i know <laughs> see that's that, again like you win one you win one and that's it and it's yeah, like but the, difference, the thing is ac though the difference is if the knicks win the it this year we don't get a ring <laughs> right. right that too yeah that too uh, yeah though i that will was... be in, i will be like oh yo y'all yeah oh no no jake you wouldn't hate me no i've I, yeah really i'm a knicks me. fan i just i'd be I mean, so happy for you guys what are you talking about yeah anyway uh, Nonetheless, I will fly down to celebrate with you guys Wonderful. if the Knicks win the championship. Hell yeah! Oh, you'd love to Bing see bong. it. That would actually there be we fun. Go. And uh, yeah, that should do it for us. Uh, before we go, by the time you guys hear this, mm. we will be one week away from our live show, our mm. live event, where we will yes. be doing the table read of the Avengers, November twentieth. Get ready for it. Yep, the should trailer is dropping on Monday. Uh, yes I, had, I mean it's already done it's been done for a while uh so yeah just dropping it on monday it looks cool can't wait with it yeah so that should be fun and also uh we got obviously our patreon www.patreon.com backslash mc university pod where you could get all our bonus content including we have one more spider-man film to review that's right because we are one. We are basically one month away from No Way Home. We are mm. finally at the home stretch mm, to get yes. to this damn movie. Mm-hmm. So you're saying so, there is a way? There is a way. If there's yeah, a will, yeah. there's a way. <laughs> and we just got to get through Amazing Spider-Man Two, which which oh. is easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's gonna be a thing. Yeah. So you could check out our content there. Yep. Yes. And, and uh, make sure appreciate... this is a, another yes. one of my pet projects. Doing the thing where we did that, we ranked all the movies. Now I want to rank all the post-credit scenes. There you um, go. So it's really simple. You can find the link to it in our Twitter. Um, but basically, the way it works is that uh, I made a list of every post-credit scene, and I made a cool mosaic with uh, logos on them, which was really unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to do it. But if you want to make that worth my time, what you just need to do is list list at least your top five up through all forty-five, and I'll be tallying them all together. We've gotten some cool results thus far, but it only takes like five minutes. Um, and the the more people who do it, the more accurate we get. So then if we don't have... Because if only like six people do it, then if someone like has a, a soft spot for the Incredible Hulk post credit scene, that's going to be ranked like 16th. And that no one wants that. So uh, yeah, just check that out. And uh, I'm usually here for the chaos. So That's true, but that scene <laughs> is literally not canon anymore, so I wouldn't... Yeah, right, also, right, I right, can't right. believe I said that loud. I don't want to give anyone any ideas. But uh, yeah, so just check that out and vote and uh, share with it. Shout uh, out to Caleb. Yeah, Shout it's, it's a lot of fun to, uh, to organize um, that because... Yeah, the, I watched all the post credit scenes. They're hey, remember some good when ones, Hawkeye ones. knocked out War Machine in a character bracket? Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> oh, twenty twenty was a time to be alive. Oh jeez. Mm. Oh my all right. goodness. But yes, all everyone right. definitely get involved. This would be fantastic. We'll have such a fun. Absolutely, time mm-hmm. absolutely. And Jerome Chang, of course, as always. Thank you for joining us. Where of can course. we follow you, my friend? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Black Dragon Roll, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jumpy Lime. Always free Black Dragon Roll. That is the <laughs> refrain till the end of time. Uh, Jake Christie, where can we follow you, my friend? You can follow me at the Jake Christie uh, with some other podcasts, No Funk, Strictly Monk, with Andre Barrera, where we talk about the USA Network, which is Monk. We literally have three episodes left. Um, we're going to be having Ooh. Trader back on uh, for the finale. Um, so uh, it's really exciting, and we get to, we'll get to, I get to talk to him about my favorite episodes, my least favorite episodes. Um, I'm nervous about the least favorite episodes part, but he said he wants to know, so I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta be honest. Like, hey, I hated this thing you wrote because no, but that's exciting. Awesome, awesome, and of course you can follow me on the Twitter at Anthony Canton underscore three on Monday. Yeah, Monday I have a season review of Hannah season three on Amazon Prime. Uh, the show hasn't come out yet, but I got to see it a little bit in advance, so I okay. wrote a little review on it. 
and uh, yeah, then it should be yeah, interest, interesting show uh, as someone who's actually followed the first two seasons. He's Anthony Canton on the, the third, but on this podcast, he's Anthony the Screener the first. So wow. there you go. Hey, ding ding ding! Awesome, awesome. So yeah, ch- check out uh, Murphy's Multiverse and all the good things that not only myself but everybody else is doing over there. Should be really fun, and obviously you can follow the show on Twitter at MC University Pod. So, for Jerome Chang and Jay Christie, I'm Anthony Kanz on the third. This has been Marvel Cinematic University, and we will talk to you next time.